Welcome to That's My Personal Business, where we are pulling back the curtain on all things personal, all things business, and all things in between. Every Monday, we're hopping into your headphones to help you skip the learning curve by hearing from industry professionals, including myself. I am a destination wedding photographer turned business coach who now gets to lead hundreds of creative entrepreneurs in building lives of artistic growth, wealth, and freedom. And now it's time for you to do the same. Hello, hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. We are skipping book club this week <laughs> because guess who didn't read fast enough? Me. But I am catching a train to Canada, to Niagara Falls. <laughs> so random. At seven in the morning tomorrow morning, and I will have a 10-hour train ride to read the book and to catch up. So we will be doing book club towards the end of the month. So consider this your opportunity to join for book club as well. We are reading The Courage to be Disliked. It's been amazing so far. It's really pissed me off in a good way where I'm like, oh, I might need to make some changes. So I highly recommend joining us. I'll link it for you in the show notes, but come join us for book club. It's going to be very fun. And then please send in all of your thoughts, hopes, and dreams after reading the book. But today we have another amazing guest on the podcast to complete our month of photography here at That's My Personal Business. And honestly, I don't have that many things to like say right now. I'm like, I'm going to Canada. (laughs) I don't have that many like, you know how I like catching up over coffee here, but I don't have a ton going on other than the fact that you guys sold out the flash photography workshop, which thank you. I'm so excited. It's going to be so magical. But because we had such a large wait list, we decided to open up another date, the 19th, March 19th. So you have two months and come join us. So it's going to be the same thing where we have about 10 to 11 spots available. We're going to be doing a series of amazing shoots here in New York City. You're not going to want to miss it. So come join us for the in-person flash photography workshop. We will link applications for you down below. And because it is like two months out, we also have payment plans. So as long as you're paid in full by the week before the payment um, or the week before the workshop, you can do as many payments as you want. So you can split it up into four payments five payments, whatever you need, as long as you are paid in full a week before the workshop. So yeah, don't let that be what keeps you from joining us out here in New York City for the in-person flash photography workshop. So yeah, anyway, links below. I'm so excited for today's guest. I don't want to spoil anything. I'm just going to let us get right into it. So come listen to one of my fave photographers, just a total sweetie, and let's get started. All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to the podcast, Darian Kaya. I am so freaking pumped to be here, even though we were literally just talking about how I sucked at responding to your DMs, but we made it work. So it's great. I literally today this morning, I was recording a podcast on boundaries and how like you need to figure out your ideal communication like layout and timing and places and it's fine whatever it is as long as you communicate it so I'm like no no problems on this end I'm like I'm a like I said I love taking a while to get back it honestly props to you though for having boundaries my boundaries are so off and on where it's like where I should have boundaries I have none and then where boundaries shouldn't exist is where I have mine and I'm always like good 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 like everything's backward working just like my brain so you'll you'll get there I'm like that episode is for you then I'm like I have very clear (laughs) I'm like actually an introvert I love socializing but I have to have like a shit ton of alone time to recharge so my boundaries around communication in my business have to be like so strict just so that I could like still show up and have a good time 
Oh yeah. I understand that completely. Mine normally it's like, I'm chill, but then say I'm laying in bed and it's like midnight and I get an inquiry for like some wedding in Spain. I'm like, oh shit, I got to text them right now. And that's however, tough. that's worked out for me a couple of times. Cause it's like the quicker your response time, I have yanked some dream weddings from that. And they're just like, oh, you responded first. I'm like, fuck yeah. There I go. love that. Okay. Yeah. I feel like with boundaries it literally is such a personal thing and it's also like if you have the energy to do it do it like I like I was just telling you too I'm like I don't work in the evenings and I also don't work on the weekends as like a hard rule unless I want to like it has to be like I really want to do this it sounds fun and exciting so yeah yeah. I'm like if you get that midnight inquiry and you're like "Mm, I want to do (laughs) this do it because there's like such a different energy behind wanting to do something or being like, I have to do this. Like I have to stay up till 3 oh, a.m. editing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. Okay. So for those that don't know you yet, I'm like, I have a feeling we're going to chat quite a bit and I'm stoked. Um, okay. I'm like so excited to get to know you more. For those that don't know you yet, could you give us a little intro on yourself? Yes. So I obviously, you guys already know this. Um, my name is Darian Kaya and I'm a destination international wedding photographer. I'm honestly... I take a different approach when it comes to like me in the photography industry, like, and I've learned this ever since I also host international workshops for photographers who like want to get into the destination market because honestly, domestic versus international is so completely different on a lot of different levels. And I kind of just went head in first when I first started, like I went straight into international. Like it was like, I'm single, I'm young fuck this. I'm getting on a plane and I'm leaving. And a lot of people are, that's like one of my number one draws to people is they're like, how the hell did you do it? And how the hell did you do it so fast? And honestly, it was kind of just the way that like my life fell in, in the sense of like, I had been dating someone for five years, was getting ready to be like a D1 athlete. And then all of a sudden blew my hip out, broke up with my boyfriend and was like, okay, so like, what are we going to do with my life now? And photography is one of those things that I was never passionate about it growing up. I never had the desire to be a photographer. Like, and that's one of those things where so many people in this industry, you know, it's like they're ride or die. They are so in love with what they do. It's they like eat, sleep, breathe photography. And for me, I'm not like that. And I'm open and honest about that. Like this career fell into my life when it was supposed to fall into my life. And I don't know if it'll be a forever thing. If it is, then hell yeah. Like I have fallen in love with it, but I don't allow myself to be like so emotionally involved to the point of where it's like, I will exhaust myself. I'll run myself down. I will like boundaries, like what we were talking about. Like it was never my dream to become a photographer. So I was able to create boundaries within this career right from the beginning. So I guess, yeah, I'm kind of the photographer that this is so fucking embarrassing. I was the dumb idiot who left my camera bag, my whole career, my laptops, my SD cards, my CF cards in a whole other side of the country, hopped on a plane. Yeah, no, it's that bad. Left the country, put my camera bag by the like wheel of the rental car. So then all of a sudden I had to call literally like one of my like friends And basically be like, hey, I'm on a plane right now. And I just realized mid-flight once I woke up, because it was 5 a.m., I didn't have a camera bag. Like, that was nowhere to be found. I was in the middle of Ohio. I've never been there before. And 
he ended up finding it the cops took it because they thought it was a bomb literally sitting next to this rental car that I just left so I literally get to Minnesota I had to get back on a flight fly all the way back to Ohio and it took 18 hours because there were no straight shots available yeah it was my brain no for real I'm the girl who's been attacked at a wedding I like literally got beat up in the bathroom yeah everything that you would never expect to happen in this career has happened to me so I honestly feel like I'm the comedian photographer where I'm like you'll never believe the shit that just happened like two months ago me and the groom got stuck up on top of a mountain for almost three hours no service no bride no nothing no one knew where anyone was and I have the funniest videos from that day because the groom and I were like we don't know what to do right now like yeah it was a shit show yeah so I'm the chaos photographer who finds the bright side in everything because it's just like you can't not at this point like it's it's yeah career the way that it's happened for me because I've never been you know like my dream is to be a photographer like I am like I became a photographer it fell into my life I love it but this is a shit that's happened to me while I've been a photographer if that makes sense oh my gosh yes I'm like that just gives a whole other context to like the conversations around how being like chaotic it is to be a wedding photographer like it's insane but I'm like that's like a whole nother level that's yeah yeah it's I honestly it's so funny some of my friends are like you should write a book on it because half the shit that happens should never happen but it's like to anyone it happens to me I'm just like I wish I had a reality tv show because in the sense of like it's so messy in a funny way when it happens that it's just like I've literally become the comedic photographer like people will follow me because they know that bad shit happens to me and they're just like it's entertainment wow yeah that's so uh, I'm like my personal life is like that we like all joke that I'm like a walking (laughs) Murphy's law like anything that can happen does happen to me weirdly work is the one area that doesn't get touched by that so I'm like this is wild to hear that's crazy mine's probably the opposite where it's like it just is completely I'll be on a plane we get stuck on the plane for eight hours plane doesn't end up taking off plane hits a bird like everything that could happen happens, happens. My is always lost it's always in a different country and I'm like cool 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 <laughs> nice like, nice wow <laughs> oh my gosh well so many questions um so many questions also I just like one of my biggest things with the podcast is having a lot of people on that have like had different experiences, have different approaches, have different whatever. I think it's so important for everyone to hear lots of different journeys within the industry. Totally. Um, I was a guest on a podcast like a month ago and it was the weirdest experience of my life. Like everything I said, he would like disagree with and then like would argue oh. with me. And I was like, why am I, why am I here? Like, why am I if, yeah, yeah. Like if you know all the answers, why do you have guests? Like it was so odd. Totally. So I want to touch on something you said, because I have never heard someone say it before. So I want to learn all about it. Um, You saying that you keep your emotions out of your business. And obviously like that Mm -hmm. is so different than everything that we hear. That's very different than my approach. And I love, I love learning more about stuff that I don't relate to, like, because there's no right or wrong, it's just different. So talk, can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Like, what does that mean to you? Yeah. So don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm a stone cold bitch whenever I'm like at a shoot, (laughs) but it's like, if you, this is one of those things. So it's like my personal life, kind of like what you were saying is like Murphy's law in the sense that 
I've had a lot happen in my personal life. Like I have had to navigate a lot. I've had to navigate relationships. I've had to navigate relationships in my own family. Like my own personal life is another form of a roller coaster. Like they're both Mm -hmm. two different roller coasters moving at different speeds, different times. Like my, I, I don't internalize a lot, if that makes sense. Like Mm -hmm. I can totally be the person where say it's like, I make a friendship in the industry. And this is something that I had to navigate, you know, this last year. And she ended up, you know, like bringing someone else into the friendship. And I was like, for me, I'm like, this other person is just toxic and I want absolutely nothing to do with it. And I have never had a problem being the person who's like, peace, I'm out. Like, Mm -hmm. I love you. I respect you. But like, I'm literally not even going to get emotional about this. Like I'm gone until, you know, things change. And I think I have, so when I started this career, I had just gotten out of a five-year relationship and honestly, the whole entire storyline of like me being in this career has like taught me a different lesson about love through every couple I've worked with, which has kind of been like a very healing in the sense of like, say this was an issue that you had with someone, you know, like when you were with them and then you meet this couple and they're telling you the story. And it's almost like they mesh of like how they worked it out. They figured things out and then they moved past it. And when I like started learning that about how the career was affecting me personally, I was like, this is a total like healing chapter in my life in the sense that I'm going to learn something through every single person that I meet along the way. And I allowed it to be that, like, I was not going to internalize the, you know, shit going wrong in my life. Like I find it comical at this point. Cause it's just like, if you allow yourself to like sink into the mood of like, this is sad, this is depressing, like totally like, and that's something that, you know, people do struggle with and whatnot. But I like swore to myself that I was never going to be someone who allowed myself to like internalize like the hard things like I would just figure out how to get past it get past it and then just be like clean slate Mm -hmm. and that took a lot of hard work not to say I don't ever get you know sad over things anymore but it's just like if say a client you know like reaches out to you they hire you and they're like we're so in love with your work we're this 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 and then two months later you get a text and they're like, Hey, we've decided to go a different route. Like essentially, you know, they're firing you or dropping you as their photographer. I have seen friends get like so hurt over that. And they're like, they don't love my work anymore. They don't this, they don't that. And I'm like, like hell no. Like if they don't want you, let them take someone else. Like, because you do not want to have to deal with the consequences of that in the long run. Like mm-hmm. you do not want them to come at you and be like, uh, like we, can you change your editing? Can you change how this is fixed? Can you crop this different? And it's like your job and your photo is your artwork. So for me, I was like, I get to be proud of the stuff that I create and the shit that I do. And I don't honestly have to care about anyone else's opinion of what I do. Like I get to be me. And I think that's kind of how I've pulled the clientele, you know, that I have where it's like, they love the carefree. They love the mess. They love the chaos because it's like, I have portrayed myself as that person, my entire like career span in the sense of, I don't show just the beautiful that happens in this job. I don't show the things that only ever go right. Like I show people the mess. Cause I'm like, this is real life. Mm-hmm. Like 
I'm never going to let people be like, oh, like, we're so sorry for you. And I'm like, hell no. I'm like, we're just going to get past this and laugh. Just, like, yeah, existing. <laughs> we are just existing. The world is moving around me. I'm like, probably just almost got hit by a car, but I'm chilling. Like, you know, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I just try never to like take things personally in the sense where it's like, if you are not the right fit for someone, let them go. Do not fight for them. Like, even if it's a money thing, I've just always trusted that like the right clients will come to me and it's like, I will be provided for in the sense of like my finances, my this, my that, like I will attract the people that are meant for me, but I am never, ever, ever going to fight for a client. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, let them make the call and roll with it. Like, don't get butthurt over it. Like, don't get emotional. Don't be like, I'll drop my packaging, like, you know, a shit ton of dollars that way, you know, you can have me or if it's international, it's a little bit different. Like if it's a dream place I want to go, I'll be like, Hey, I'll give you a grand off if you're able to help me out here. Like in the Mm -hmm. sense of like provide stay, provide this, provide that. But it's like, In order to run a business, I think you honestly have to be so confident in yourself, which is hard for people. And I totally understand that. And I struggled with that too, but it's like, you need to be so damn set on who you are and like the product you're delivering and the personality that you want to give off that it's like, you never, ever have to feel like you have to be someone else. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I've kept the emotion out of it, where it's like, I'm not going to contort myself to try and fit someone else's vibe of who they want me to be. I'm going to be me. And if they like me, they like me. If they don't, I really don't care. Like, I know that sounds stone cold, but it's like, I genuinely don't care. I don't think it is though. Like, I I, I don't think it is. Cause to me, it's like, it's, if anything, it's like preventative in a sense of like, like, like you said, it's like, if they don't like you for who you are, you're either going to have to fake it which is miserable, or you're going to have a disagreement. You're going to have a misalignment on things in which yeah. case both of you are going to be miserable. So it's like, I don't think it's stone cold to be like us not working together is a win for both of us. Like if totally. we're like, I think people need to understand that like sometimes things can be different, but not be good or bad. It's just yeah. different. And that's it. Yeah. Well, it can literally just be a neutral decision. Like if you hear from someone, they're like, Hey, you're not the right fit. Like, we're so sorry, blah, blah, blah. Like don't internalize the fact that it's you internalize the Mm -hmm. fact that you want them to get the photographer that they want. And you want to be able to edit a product that, you know, isn't going to get questioned. And that took a long time to get to, because I had enough instances where I was like, I'm so fed up of trying to like fix requests where where it's like, this is not something I would ever do. So I finally was like, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like I will meet the bride. I'll talk with them. I always go based off a text. Like I am such a texter and it's such a bad boundary that I have, but it's like, not if you're good at it. I'm like, if you're good at it, I'm, I have like 400 on red tax. I can't do that. (laughs) Oh, I shit you not. I would literally just looked at this a couple hours ago before we were, I'm at 512. Yeah. 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 But you like texting people, but I like texting, but I also like, see, I hate emails. I think they're so obnoxious and I'm actually in like the process of buying a home right now and this was supposed to happen no for real this was not supposed to happen came home from a trip found the house within two hours toured it within four had an offer within six and had approval within 24 however part of my chaotic life is I leave the country in two weeks so a normal buying process takes like 30 to 40 days we're closing the shit down in 12 days. I don't even get the keys. My parents get them and I'm leaving the country. 
So love this yeah. for you. No, for real. But like, that is literally how I portray myself to my clients. And that's how like people who show up to my workshops, like I, again, have had to learn this boundary and this like line of where, and I get it. Like, you know, people who are like type A, they're planners. Like they want to know the whole sequence of what's going down. Me? No, I wing that shit. And it's not to say I don't have a plan, but it's to say shit's going to come up and it is totally going to mess around your plans. And you have to be okay with that. Like, Mm -hmm. It's something I try to tell brides all the time. I'm like, something's going to go wrong or you'll be behind schedule at some point. Just chill, like literally let it happen and you're going to be fine. And that's part of the emotional part where I'm like, do not get caught up in your feelings about this. Like, just let it happen and it'll work itself out. You know, have you always been like this? Like, is it a personality thing or is this something that you had to like work to get to this point where you let things kind of roll off your back? I think I've always, well, I had like a couple instances growing up where it was just like, I grew up really fast, like mature, maturity wise. And I think then like as an adult, people have always thought I'm a lot older than I am. And it's just because the way that like I learned to handle myself at such a young age. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of just, I've seen so many friends in my life where like my career started when I was 18. Like I was a baby and I was traveling and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm not a photographer. I'm not a this, but people are booking me. So I'm like, clearly I'm doing something right. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know what I'm doing. And then I've also seen people where it's like their entire identity is in, for instance, like who they're dating, who they're with, what job they have. Like people put their their identity and other like third party things. And I've seen so many people go through the emotional battle of like, well, who am I? And so Mm -hmm. for me, when like my relationship ended, I was like, well, time to figure out who Darian is. And this whole career has kind of built me into like, I know damn well who I am and I'm just not going to fight it. Like I have Mm -hmm. gotten to figure myself out, my chaotic life out, like what I'm like in a different country, my personalities that pop out, like my alter ego of like Becky, the partier, like I've just gotten (laughs) to figure out so many different sides to me where it's like, I almost let the career build me into who I am now. And it's become confidence base where it's like, my identity is not in my photography career. Like when people come up to me and they're like, Oh my God, like I followed you for so long. I'm like, I promise you, I'm just a person. Like you don't have to look at me in any other way other than the chaotic random life that like you get to see on Instagram. Cause like, Mm -hmm. that's true me. Like Mm -hmm. I am never, ever going to show up. This is really bad. I'm never going to show up to a shoot, like all dolled up, like good clothing on whatnot. It's like, I'm showing up in my baggy ass urban outfitter sweatshirt, like yoga pants with probably a hole on the knee from like scraping it on something. Like (laughs) I have just promised myself I'll be authentic through everything that I do. And that's like also what I want other girls who like get into the industry to realize that it's like, it's okay. Like you don't have to put on this whole paint shield of this is what it looks like to be successful and professional. Like people are going to respect you for being you. And that's also Mm -hmm. what people are going to book. Like, I think people these days hire more personality versus product. If that makes sense. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think too, it's like, 
there's truly no wrong way of showing up or doing things in your business oh, other than legally. Like literally legal is right. the only thing you have <laughs> right. to do. And other than that, as long as you set expectations properly, it's yeah. going to be fine. Right. Like, it's like, if I showed myself as this like really classy, light and airy person that never swears and like only shops at Chanel, like, yes, it might be jarring to meet me. And I'm like swearing and I'm in totally. like all black. And, like, yeah, that would be jarring. But like, right. like you're saying, when you just show up as yourself, you set expectations properly. Not only is that going to be well-received, but it's probably going to be the reason someone actually hires you. Totally. Well, and that thing too, is it's like, I had a bride literally call me right before this and she was like, what are you doing right now? I was like, oh, I'm literally sitting in the bank, like trying to sign some paperwork. And it's like, she can hear the whole thing going on in the background, but I'm having this bride call. And she's like, I honestly like appreciate you just like taking the time, but also like not trying to sugarcoat or like butter me up whatsoever. Like I was like, you get me for where I'm at in my life right now. Like, I am not just going to like, and I don't mean that in like a bad or like offensive way, but it's mm -hmm. like, I just give people me as me. Like I am never going to try and show off or like parade someone like, what is it called? Peacocking or whatever. Oh my God, peacocking. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just like, oh my God, look at me. Like I live this flashy, showy business travel life. It's like, no, if you saw the floor in my room right now, you would know that it's a clusterfuck of a mess, but uh, yeah, as it should be if you're in the middle of buying a home and you're like about to go out of the country I'm like my... exactly I'm like why even clean anything if it's just gonna like be transferred so so true I've given up so true <laughs> yeah. um how has this like approach to your business and your clients and like showing up authentically like how has that like are you friends with your clients how do your client relationships usually work oh my gosh they're insane like in such a fun way where it's like my clients who ever end up hiring me, I don't think I don't keep in contact with any of them. Like, wow. it's so fun. So like I had a bride, she's not even going to care. She's probably going to think this is hilarious. Her name's Sarah and she eloped in Greece last year. Her and I talked every single day from the day she booked me until she literally texted me today and wedding's done. It's been done since October. She just had a baby, everything. And it ended up being oh. like, like a Greece baby, which is so cool. But, um, her and I talked about everything unwedding related. Like she did not care about like we had hashed out the details of that package. And then it was just like, you know, when two personalities like click really easy. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you are your most authentic self, you also pull that clientele where it's like you guys are just gonna mesh mm -hmm. so well. And it's like I will go on trips with my brides. I will stay at I had another bride who um she got married in Jamaica last year and basically that resort it was the sandals resort which was like you know a couple's resort yes. except all of his like groom's party was from london and all of hers was from like seattle and we all spent a week together at sandals jamaica so just imagine how close everyone was at the yeah. end of that like there were 50 of us i hang out with the bridesmaids from that wedding whenever i go to california like i I never want to be seen as like an untouchable. Like, you know how some vendors sometimes can be so damn professional that it's almost a turnoff, like mm -hmm. in the sense of communication wise, like you just know if you send a text, you feel like you're bothering them. My mm -hmm. brides don't give two shits about when they text me. It's like, it'll be 2 a.m. and they know I'll respond when I respond or it'll be 2 a.m. and my insomnia is picking up and we'll just FaceTime like at 2 a.m. Like 
when people hire me, like they get a friend, they don't just get a vendor. And, but I also have brides who it's like, we'll talk once a month. And I have brides where it's like, we talk all day, every day, like, Mm -hmm. but then they become such genuine, authentic, like friends where it's like, I'll have them at my wedding someday because of the impact they've had in my life. Like it's one thing to tell them all the time where it's like, I'm so excited to have like, cause I have no clue. Lord knows I ain't getting married anytime soon, but like, I'm so excited for the day that it's like, I get to have my couples who were so impactful in my life and still are at my wedding. Cause it's like, again, you learn something through every single one of them, but I've also had some of the funnest experiences of my life with those couples or Mm. with the groom and I who got stranded at the top of the mountain or the bride and I who decided to go clubbing at 3am the night before her wedding in Greece. Like that's literally what we did. Yeah. That's amazing. So it's, it's so fun, but I don't really necessarily have a boundary when it's like, when you click with someone like that, like I just let it be, I'm not going to be like, Hey, I'll respond in business times, which a lot of people disagree with that. Like, mm-hmm. they're like, how do you separate work and personal? My work ends up becoming personal in the sense of not emotionally, but it's like, they end up becoming such good friends. And it's like, I have no issue responding to them when they text me. And like I said, we don't even talk about weddings most of the time. Like, it's like, who are you dating? Who are you doing this? What's going on here? Like, tell us the tea of your life. And I'm like, girl, lots to catch up on here. You know, like, I I'm just love that though. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like such a beautiful testament to, again, the like, there's no right or wrong. It's literally just like, for some people that would be draining and for you it's not and like how cool is it that you get to shape this business in a way that like truly fulfills your life and like if you are someone that wants relationships with your clients like this you don't have to have these traditional boundaries that people preach like those things are only helpful if they're things that actually help you and like add to your life totally well I have another bride too it's like her and I, we've texted every single day for probably two years and she's my age. So it's like, we have like a good friendship because we're in similar age ranges, but we're actually all spending like two weeks together in London in the next like couple of weeks. Cause they're moving there for her to get her master's. And so her and her husband and I have all become such good friends. Cause we're all in the same age range that it's like, I'm staying at their apartment with them. We've already planned trips together while we're in London. Like it's so fun when you like truly find I'm like trying to figure out how to say this. I was never the kid. I'm going to bounce my ADHD. I was never the kid growing up where it was like, I had like such a core group of friends. Like I have always been protective of my heart in that sense where I'm like, I will allow people who bring like life and light and, you know, health into my life. And I will cut you if you do not. Like I have no issue getting you out of my life. And that might be the part that sounds like, you know, a little harsh where I'm like, I will drop you like it's nothing in the sense of if you are bringing in like, yeah, but it's like people who get it, get it. And people who don't are like, that sounds really heartless. And for me, I'm like, no, it's protective. Like it is a, it's a protective instinct. And I have just always kind of believed that like the right people will come into your life at the right time. And I'm never going to fight it. Like same thing with a relationship. Like I do not go out seeking. I'm going to trust the fact that it'll, it'll happen when it's supposed to. And my identity does not have to be in that aspect of my life. And it's the same thing with like the job that I've literally met all of my best friends, like my core group of six. It's like, I've gotten one or two of them almost every single year where we all support each other. We all like 
they're not all in the wedding industry. Some of them are clients, some are bridesmaids, but it's like, you click with the right people when you do. And it's like, I found my core group at the right time in life, which is something I'm so thankful for this job where it's like, yeah, you can set boundaries, but if you also are like open to where, you know, maybe the right people will be thrown into your life. Like it's never a bad idea. Just like keep an eye out of like, who am I going to meet now? You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. And like, what a beautiful, I, this is so enlightening. And I think one, so beautiful, so cool to hear like such a different perspective. Um, cause I think so many people take myself included, like the art as mm-hmm. like their thing, like the actual photography itself. And I love that for you, it's more like that's a channel in which you get yeah. to like have such a beautiful part of your life fulfilled by meeting these beautiful people. Um, totally. Wow. I'm like, I wish I had another question, but I'm just like, that's so beautiful. And I also think like, I'm like, even I, who is very introverted and definitely couldn't text everyone all the time. I'm like, this is so beautiful to even think like, yeah, how can I get to know my couples better? And like, build a genuine Mm -hmm. relationship with them in which we get to contribute to each other's lives in a really significant way like that's so cool well it's also one of those things too where like once you like allow it to happen like for instance like I'm the type of person I will flip you shit left and right like because I almost expect you to do it back to me like that's Mm -hmm. my like humor and my personality where it's like try to hurt my feeling. I dare you. And I say feeling as in singularly, because my parents have joked about that with me for a long time. Like I have one feeling that people get to see on the outside and like the rest of them, you know, like I just kind of keep to myself, but I'll joke with like grooms or whatever, where they'll say something to like joke around. And I'm like, hurt my feeling. Like I dare you. And, but it's like in a funny way where when you get close to like, I think a lot of people are like, yeah, I talk to the bride all the time. I talk to, you know, like the bridesmaids and I'm like, I'm a groomsman's girl. Like I full blown, I've always had guy friends my entire life, but it's like, you know how a lot of people sometimes will be like, it's so hard for me to get the groomsmen to open up. Like, Mm. because they're so close with the bride and the groom. I'm almost where it's like, I talk to the bride a lot, but I'm like on a wedding day, like I'm a groomsman's girl. Like I will take shots with the boys beforehand. I will flip them shit like I I am able to connect with them so easily where it's like you just get candid authentic moments because it's like my humor almost like resonates with them a lot more and they know that like keeping things not emotional they can flip me shit and be funny and I will flip it right back even quicker like and I think that's one thing that's helped me like find success in like the way that I shoot and like the way that like I can work with a couple is it's like I make sure that to resonate with both of them like Mm. I make sure the bride is seen and heard because yeah clearly she's probably the one who like picked you out but I also make sure that that groom is seen and heard because then he'll probably tell the groomsman like oh yeah like our photographer is like she's dope as hell she's funny like she's charismatic and then they feel like they can resonate with you on a wedding day too Mm. so that's the one of the things where it's like I think I drop the professional side of things where I'm just like we're gonna be friends throughout this whole process I'm gonna be a part of a lot of moments of your life most likely so I'm just like yeah. screw it we're having fun with this shit like I love that yeah I'm like last question before we wrap up I have so many questions but I'm like not to sound like every person from New York or LA ever but I'm like what is your sign are you a fire sign so funny story I like literally couldn't tell you I know I'm a fish whatever the fish is what you're a Pisces yeah I'm a Pisces yeah fascinating 
That makes what sense on the like. Like I, I would have guessed you were a fire it, sign. I would have guessed you were a fire sign because you're so fiery. Pisces are very like, I will say water signs are very like, if you mess with them, they're, you're cut off. Like you are black. No second chances. So that makes yep. sense to me. But the fieriness <laughs> yeah. of it all, I would have guessed that you were something else like an Aries or I'm a Sagittarius. I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah. Sense. Wait, is yeah. that the horse? Yeah. I'm, okay. So see, I like don't know. It's the you're just the symbols, which I love. You're like the fish, the crab, the horse, the, fish, the horse, the goat with the horns, whatever the hell that one is. It's not like a Capricorn or something. Yeah. I just I think like, so. I lost a bet with a bride, and she made me take an Enneagram test, and I was like, I am not spending the money or sitting down for an hour to like answer questions about myself. And she was like, "Okay, we'll make a bet on it." I lost the bet, and do you know anything about that because even I, I don't I just I like know number. my Enneagram what what was your number your seven she said you're the bitch number and then I was like what does that mean and apparently it means that you're an eight but an eight huh interesting yeah. I don't know any I like know more mine so, more so because I think it means like you're just like super protective in the sense of like you're protective of your mm. friends you don't let people cross you like I'm just like gung-ho like let's roll oh my god well thank you so much for coming on this was so fun you're so fun um and this was like so helpful and like such amazing insight too so thank you so much for sharing oh yeah of course any literally anytime I'm sure we could go on for oh my gosh yeah no I'm like we'll do like a quarterly catch-up and just one I want to hear about what's happened because I'm sure there will be no no end in sight to your list of things that have happened like you know some random shit like that honestly I resonate so hard I'm like that is what my personal life is like like it's comical like every oh. single day something will literally blow up that's like life-altering and I'm like slay oh that's great I know for real well I like not to then you can totally hang up on me no. we were in Spain like last year after my elopement in Greece and I was mm-hmm. with a friend and I was like isn't Spain where you're supposed to skinny dip and this is so random but I literally was like screw it I'm doing it cop comes rolling up and he's like you're at a family beach and I'm like honestly there's a testament to my life couldn't I tell you where the also got caught skinny dipping in Spain last summer <laughs> last <laughs> summer yeah I'm like when were you there I was there in July I was in Mallorca where were you oh shit it was in Ibiza that I got caught so we were very close I'm sorry you can't skinny dip there no so I was I was at a resort but I was at um what is it called (laughs) I was at like the big party resort like we stayed in our room and the resort was the one where um David Guetta was has his residency and that's why we stayed there so it was like a gigantic party yeah I'm like I need to find the name feel like you would love it um and we decided to skinny dip I'm like this is I'm like I don't usually talk too much about these things on the podcast so I'm like enjoy everyone we decided to take a time lapse um because we were like fun we're like skinny dipping out of the stars in Spain and same thing it's a time lapse and you see these like blur orange bodies go into the water and then suddenly (laughs) you just see a flashlight like flashing back and forth and he was like get out and we were like okay but we're naked like what are we supposed to do sir we don't want to like get out but and you can just see the time lapse of these orange bodies like holding themselves (laughs) so yes I'm like I don't know how we did that at the exact same time but also got in trouble in Spain for skating yeah which is literally not everyone able to do it but it's fine it's whatever I'm like the beaches are topless why can't I also have my bottoms off in the dark it makes no sense at all (laughs) yeah
like 100%. where's the logic I'm like my boobs were out all day in broad daylight in front of children like yeah but don't worry at night when it's dark not allowed yeah the bottoms have to be on at all <laughs> that's <laughs> no. my lesson for everyone <laughs> real um oh my gosh well thank you so much darren for coming on um we will obviously link everything in the show notes but can you tell people where they can find you on the internet yeah so um obviously my instagram is darian kaya photography um it's there's a lot of a's and a lot of i's and (laughs) i also post giveaways so there's like eight fake instagrams of darian kaya spelled differently so just look for the one with the most followers and i'm sure you found me but other than that oh my god every time i type it in like eight of me pops up and i'm like what the hell knock that's it off so inter- yeah what are you doing oh my gosh that's <laughs> so funny um okay yeah. we'll we link that all for you guys in the show notes and thank you so much darian for coming on yeah.